IEEE Jalip University Student Branch presents Pass the Mic. Hello everyone. Welcome to the third episode of Pass the Mic Season 2. Under the banner of Women in Engineering, we have aimed to broadcast the voice of women in STEM and their shared experiences in this season. And who better than to have Megha Ben to speak to us today? Hope you're doing well, ma'am. So before we get started with the podcast, a quick introduction for all the listeners. Megha Ma'am has been a proactive member of IEEE Computer Society for close to six years now. She has volunteered both as a student as well as when she was in the industry. She has received the prestigious Richard E. Mervyn Scholarship twice and is also the recipient of the VTech Qualcomm Global Scholarship in 2015. So instead of doing a shoddy job of sum- summarizing her achievements, it would be better if we hear from ma'am herself. Uh, so Megha ma'am, you have been an active member and leader of iTruly Computer Society. How has your journey been so far from a volunteer to a leader mentoring students and young professionals? Yeah, thank you Anushka for the question. So. Um, before volunteering comes taking a membership, I would like to start from there. Uh, and initially, the reason why I took a membership is very simple. My friends were taking a membership, I took a membership. This is talking about IEEE. But uh, when it came to taking an IEEE Computer Society membership, it was a very you know strong decision. It was not because someone took and I wanted to take. It was probably the CS chapter chair at my student branch who introduced IEEE Computer Society to me and I felt interested. Although I come from a different stream of engineering, I'm not a computer science engineer, but still he was able to encourage people like me from another branch of engineering to take a Computer Society membership. That's how I took a membership. And once I took a membership, I started getting some opportunities like to design flyers, to participate in congresses outside of my state in India, and also to volunteer in different initiatives that were kind of outside of my university. So from getting opportunities and volunteering for them, I realized I could actually have a purpose that is beyond my engineering or the personal purposes that any normal student in a college would be doing. Like stuff beyond what is required of you uh, within the curriculum of your university education. And IEEECS was giving me all that. I started getting involved and engaging my membership. And slowly, after you do a couple of events, like you are leading a team of designers or something else, and you know, by the time you are volunteering for, say, the third event, you kind of already know how things get done. And you're no longer looking for that opportunity. Rather than when you see an opportunity, the first thing that comes to your mind becomes, okay, this would be a really good thing for the other person who volunteered with me. So from grabbing opportunities, you go to a phase where you're thinking about others when you come across an opportunity and you start suggesting others or trying to mentor them to take on those roles that you're currently vacating. And moving forward, uh, it no longer becomes like I want to do things so that I want to improve myself. It rather becomes like I want to see others improve. It, It becomes more like paying it forward because I definitely know I wouldn't have been here had some people I met in in the early point of my IEEE journey helped me grow into the person that I am today. So it becomes more about paying it forward and a, bit, uh, and a little less about growing yourself. And eventually, while you help others grow, you also grow. 
so that has how it has been for me in the past say five six years uh i hope i answered your question yes ma'am uh, so you were an active volunteer while you were a student even when you joined the corporate ranks you were very active so we wanted to know what spurred you to take up so many volunteering works despite the rigorous academic and professional schedule yeah that's a very interesting question because i have seen plenty of people who kind of discontinue their membership once they graduate and i kind of tend to feel that people get involved in ieee a lot during their college years because that will give them something to put on their resume yeah i have seen that mentality a lot it's very true very practical and yeah it it kind of uh, you know makes you stand apart when you're sitting for a job interview but once you graduate definitely the membership fee increases it's not like how the student membership is so it's only natural for people to discontinue their membership but as for me i was involved with certain activities and i was definitely volunteering with a set of people i enjoyed working with and like leaving all that wasn't an option for me i decided to continue and there is a second side to this like when you join a corporate you are joining as a graduate trainee engineer you're joining at the very grassroots level and there are plenty of times when you feel like your work is not making a difference like you don't matter it's a very common thing to feel when you are very new in a new industry so uh, when i was in my first job at siemens as a proposal engineer i always felt uh, like the work i do in ieee gives more meaning than the work i was doing 9 to 5 in office so i truly was giving me purpose like it was the thing i enjoyed doing whereas work was something i had to do so it was like my enjoy time when i was working a 9 to 5 job it kind of was driving away the monotony in my work at the same time i was uh, traveling around india delivering sessions so it made me kind of enjoy the work life Uh, and have a balance with it like i truly was something personal to me whereas work was work to me okay that was a perfect answer to our question so moving on to the next uh, ma'am you're a recipient of the prestigious rem scholarship not once but twice our student listeners would love to know more about the opportunities it opens up yeah sure so the richardi movin scholarship is awarded to 36 students across the globe uh, it's actually given in two cycles april and then in september and it gives you a cash prize of $1000 and an opportunity to serve as the regional student ambassador of ieeecs for one year uh, i won my first rem in april 2016 uh, i would like to thank my then cs chapter chair daniel james for introducing or telling me about the rem scholarship so it, it's not every day that you meet a, a chapter chair who the moment you take a membership tells you meha i expect a richardi movin from you it's like you're setting you know a goal for a member who just took membership on that particular day it's like i never knew about richardi movin before but thankfully the person leading our chapter was aware of it and wanted to encourage students to apply for it so the first step to winning anything is taking part in it or applying for it uh and in april 2016 i applied while i was in my uh, second year uh and like once you apply and you win it you cannot apply f- uh, for a period of 13 months it's like 
you have to wait for 13 months or only then you will become eligible to apply again luckily my first richardi mervin uh was a bit early so i was still a student uh when 13 months had passed so i could apply again and become a regional student ambassador again when i won it the second time and when you are the regional ambassador you get to work with the ieccs mga board as a bridge between the students and the board so that is uh, the first time i got to involve with people at a higher leadership level and to see how things work at that level and i believe uh, the way i handled my regional ambassador role is the reason why i was uh, later appointed as the vice chair for mga for student and young professional activities so a richardi mohan scholarship is the door that will give you the floor or an opportunity to work in collaboration with mga to uh, kind of uh, expand or extend the vision of ieep computer society even when you're a student that's an important thing like uh, definitely you can you can be on mga board but it always takes people like 20 30 years to get to that level but if you are a rem scholar you will definitely have some opportunity to engage in that level of a discussion okay i see uh you take a very keen interest in designing so what prompted you to learn the elements of design okay uh so i used to draw a bit uh a lot before while i was in school and uh, there was once an opportunity to draw a logo for an ieee event back then it was drawing by hand and then somebody who knew photoshop or illustrator uh, would make it a digital drawing so the first time i i am getting an opportunity in ieee was when someone asked in a group is there anyone good at drawing and someone suggested my name and i happened to draw a logo for an ieee uh, congress at the kerala level and the person who made uh, my drawing into the digital one suggested that maybe you have a really good eye for design and maybe you should give photoshop a try and that's how i got introduced to photoshop although i did do a bit of photoshop like recoloring uh, changing the color of clothes like that stuff like that any anybody who's interested in design would do when they are in their 7th or 6th standard but getting introduced to photoshop uh, to work on brochures posters things like that that was new to me and i took it very seriously when i kind of volunteered lead a design team without even knowing photoshop it was like no one wanted to take lead because people were already tired from the previous event and so they wanted someone new and i was like okay i can do this i can at least learn something and i volunteered to lead and after taking that decision i realized okay if i'm leading definitely i have to know how to do things and that's when i learned how to do uh, posters on photoshop and uh it's like i simply once you take up something you get an enormous number of opportunities to get better at what you've picked up as a trait or as a skill you want to develop and over time i think i have i have developed a lot as a graphic designer although it still is a, a side hobby kind of thing for me i couldn't pursue a, a professional career in graphic designing but even today i feel that one skill i've picked up has helped me in a lot of places even now when i'm uh, doing an on campus job as a graduate assistant with duke student affairs i feel the skill i learned in ieee is definitely being put to use here as well 
Wow, that's great. So is there some design philosophy you follow? Uh, actually, uh, I believe that there are three reactions to any design. It is yes, no, and wow. People should actually aim for the wow element. And I'm someone who gets very upset if I come across a bad design. Like if you put Comic Sans in a presentation or in an email, um, I'm definitely going to be very disappointed at whoever did that. So I'm that kind of person who believes that the design is the silent brand ambassador of your brand. So I'm an advocate of good design. And I sincerely hope people do take design seriously. Like it, it's not something that just adds aesthetics to something. It is something that actually defines what a good thing is. So you need to ensure that you do justice to the designs you take up and you appreciate good design when you see it. Okay, I see that. Uh, so what is an advice you would like to give to all aspiring designers? Uh, I would like to tell them like there are a lot of things that are going around. Like if you were designing in 2016 and if you're designing now, there are plenty of things that you can look around and learn. And uh, wait, we do talk about copying design and it is actually a skill. Copying is not really bad when it comes to designing, but it's like more like, you know, taking inspiration from good design and that's never bad. And as a designer, you need to evolve. You can't be stuck at the same level you were three years ago. You have to keep evolving. And how do you do that? You have to look around and see what other designers are doing and try to do something that matches them or at least, uh, you know, uh, or not just match them. At least, go. I mean, it goes even beyond what they're doing. That could be one advice for designers. Okay, this was quite helpful. Uh, since we are conducting this under Women in Engineering chapter, our next question would be twofold. Do you feel that women are underrepresented in STEM and undergraduate level? And what do you think can be done to improve that scenario? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Speaking from the point of statistics, I think, uh, I'm not very sure about the numbers, but I'm guessing women are underrepresented in undergraduate STEM education and maybe that could be the case even for graduate uh, but I'm really seeing a different trend once I move to US for my master's here in my program there is 52% female representation which kind of means the male representation is underrepresented right now so I kind of see a trend where things are changing but that doesn't mean I see the trend everywhere it's just few places where I see the trend and I'm like surprised to see the trend but I believe uh, you know, it should come to a point where we are no longer surprised when you see more female representation in some places. So that is what uh, the goal should be. But how to reach there? I believe women need to see more women doing stuff. That's one way to, you know, make them feel it is for them too. Uh, and if you look at a particular role and if you only see men taking a particular role up always, it will kind of make you feel it's supposed to be taken up by a particular gender. And I think we need to stop associating a particular role with a gender and you need to see people uh, in a genderless way. Like anyone can do that. It, it has nothing to do with your gender and that needs to be deep embedded in your mind. And it has to happen to a lot of people around so that a change eventually comes about. Like a role need not be associated with the gender. You shouldn't be thinking because I'm a girl, 
इट वुड बी डिफिकल्ट फॉर मी टू बी दैट और गो देर और डू इट इट इज अ सोशल माइंड सेट प्रॉब्लम आई थिंक इट इज स्लोली चेंजिंग एंड होपफुली दिस वुडन बी इवन अ क्वेश्चन इन एन इंटरव्यू टेन और ट्वेंटी ईयर्स फ्रॉम नाउ बिकॉज दिस प्रॉब्लम वुड बी सॉल्व इफ मेंटेलिटीज कैन चेंज okay that is quite insightful now coming to corporate world what are your views on sexism in workplace environment has the situation improved uh, how has your experience been so far okay going back to the time i was in corporate world well i started working in 2018 july i worked with uh, siemens for 20 months and then moved to a travel tech company called hotel beds back then uh, covid had started so it was remote work and then i again shifted uh, to a startup called soho so i have pretty much you know been a job hopper the three years i was in industry and starting with siemens because it was uh, uh, actually working from office period so even if there is some kind of sexism it would be very apparent because you are going to face it face to face it's not happening online or it's not happening uh while a meeting or on ms teams or anywhere it's like face to face but i i think i've been very lucky to not have any uh, prominent ins- instances of uh, what do you say gender discrimination at work probably the only instance i remember is uh like uh, women are supposed to not stay late at the office we are supposed to go back home at maybe around 8:30 and during the time i used to stay very close to the office i used to stay a bit late in office and there were one or two instances when i was told megha you shouldn't stay this late you should go home yeah definitely they were concerned about my safety that is why they told me that but i always felt like if i was a guy i could stay in office like i could finish my work in office and not carry my laptop home like if i wanted to work more hours on a particular project but apart from that i i really feel uh have been very lucky to not really uh face sexism in a very what do you say in a very crucial or very uh serious way but i don't know uh, people who go through it and who see that as a major problem at their workplaces and one way to battle this would be calling out people who make sexual remarks or uh engage in practices that perpetuate sexism like uh let's imagine a situation where someone is making a remark that doesn't go very well with you and if your immediate manager or leader is getting to see this happen if that person does not take an action or at least uh you know call out the person in public or not even you know take that person away and talk to him in private it sets an example that you are letting it happen to your team so that should stop people who are seeing this happen they should take a call even if uh as the victim of this even if you are not able to you know really sometimes it's so subtle you may not be even able to tell it apart from a normal joke or a normal comment but sometimes it's very apparent so uh if the onlookers can also take an active role in calling out people who engage in such behavior then i think yeah it wouldn't be very long that the things change yes yes i see Uh, so how do you think we can sensitize more people regarding the rampant sexism that women have to encounter in every sphere mm, that's a difficult question i don't think i really do have an answer here uh from my perspective i think when i see uh people with an i triple e i try to see them 
in a genderless manner like i don't tag a person as a guy and another person as a girl i just see them for what they are like the gender is completely i i leave that as a what do you say a blank i don't want to look at them in a gender like perspective like he is a boy and that's a girl so i should behave differently to both of them i don't do that uh being a woman not doing that might not be really helpful from a sexism or gender perspective because we are talking about women uh being you know underrepresented here but if in my case if i were a guy and i was a leader of a big industry and if i had a way of looking at people without really thinking of them in a gender perspective i think that would really make things better for people who are underrepresented in a gender perspective because they are no longer being looked at uh as coming from a particular gender so i certainly believe if there was one way like this kind of might look like a moonshot idea but still uh that's a very uh, different and can even be a stupid way of uh, you know answering this question but if you can see people for what they are not really looking at them from a gender perspective i think things could really change it's 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 like well i remember a situation with an iitpli when i was uh, thinking of what a position to apply for at my student branch and someone was telling me uh, you should try and be the woman in engineering uh you know ex- i mean you should try to apply for a role in the women in engineering exicom because why because i'm a girl that that's the reason he's giving but why not the things that i'm interested in why not i should be computer society because i'm a girl i should uh, you know apply for women in engineering i kind of feel that the roles that are created to uh, you know have representation for women people in the long run kind of start feeling that those roles are meant for women and women should uh, only be taking up those roles but it's not the case it should be women should take up any role and because those roles can only be taken by women yeah definitely women has to take it up but that should be like the second priority women should always be open to taking up any roles and people who are not women should also see it that way like women in engineering roles alone are not the roles that women are capable of taking there is a broad scope for them outside and they are equally talented and equally capable capable of taking that too uh, that's very true if more people start thinking like you then i'm sure the situation would improve so coming to our last question uh, so you're currently pursuing your masters in engineering management from duke university how has your overall experience been at duke so far okay so one semester has kind of been over and we are in the winter break uh i can really say that the teaching or the way of learning here is really different from how it used to be in india and i am really enjoying it here because the things we do in certain courses that really make us think it's not like reading a textbook and answering questions it's like you really have to go out explore things and then do your assignments it's not easy it's difficult uh, there are more team work that is involved so team projects or team assignments mean you have to ensure everyone has time to meet discuss and then put work together and uh, all these assignments they either have a one week deadline or two weeks so it happens very quickly if you were to compare it with uh, the btech i did in india i can i can kind of say that 
uh, one project that we would be taking six months to do in India, we might be doing something bigger than that in two weeks. And that's why it gets so hectic because we do not come from uh, a mindset where, you know, you think you want to finish something off in a week. But here things need to move fast. Time moves really fast. And you kind of enjoy the assignments you do because they're really, really, what do you say? they really make you think and it, it's different and you learn while you're doing it so i am really enjoying this kind of a learning okay wonderful uh, with that we have come to the end of the podcast thank you so much ma'am for giving us your time and deep insights we are quite honored to have you here we wish you a very eventful experience at duke university may you continue to be a beacon of inspiration to all of us thank you again Thank you, Anushka, for asking those wonderful questions. And I just wanted to add this tiny disclaimer. Whatever I said as my own opinion, it has nothing to do with my past employers or the universities I'm, I mean, the university I'm studying in. It's just my personal opinion.